Nick Saban retires, Ryan Williams decommits, and Hugh Freeze wins. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby, and thank you so much for making Locked On Auburn your first listen every single day. Jake Crane of Crane & Company joins us on this very special crane kick Thursday. Jake, the last time either of us did a show, Nick Saban was still the head coach at Alabama and Ryan Williams was still committed to Alabama. That's not the case anymore. Oh, happy day. Oh, happy day. Oh, happy day. I'm so glad he walks. Oh God, Zach, man, the darkness has risen. It's risen. I walked outside. It's just the air. There was just something about it. The the sun was shining brighter. There was a Christmas. There was animals all around. It um, look, we can all agree Nick Saban is the greatest college football coach of all time. Uh, regardless if you're an Auburn fan, rival, it doesn't matter. You have to respect greatness. But two things. One, thank God that guy's gone. It's number two, over. And number two, I heard Rich Rod's a really hot name right about now, Zach. <laughs> Probably going to be a coach from the Northwest, but we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I mean, I guess the first thing from the Auburn point of view is, and you can say this about every team in the SEC, but I do think it impacts Auburn more than everybody else, Mm -hmm. is the path to winning the SEC just got easier. There's no question about that. And then just the recruiting aspect. I mean, Auburn has to recruit against Alabama more than anybody else in the conference or the country. All of a sudden, this momentum that Hugh Freeze has built regarding in-state recruiting triple it because I just think the amount of momentum that is now possible with Nick Saban out of the picture, it's huge. Uh, without a doubt. I mean, you can't upgrade from Nick Saban. I mean, we've talked about on, on, we're going to talk about on Crane and company replacements. And there's a couple that I've heard from sources that I trust, uh, same ones that told me Hugh freeze was going to get the job at Auburn. Um, and, and I know we'll get into that, but you're not going to upgrade from Nick Saban. I, I wasn't oh, alive when John Wooden retired. Um, you know, I wasn't alive when Bear Bryant retired. Th- th- this is the goat. That this is one of the greatest yeah. of all times. You, I don't want to be the guy that replaces the guy. I want to be the guy that replaces the guy that replaced the goat. That's who I want to be. And and the coach in me, right when I heard this and saw this, that the coach in me, the first thing I went to was recruiting, because why is Nick Saban? If you have to pick one reason. Right, one overarching reason why Nick Saban is the greatest college football coach of all time, it's got to be recruiting. Yeah, when the talent. He, yeah. he t- the talent. Uh, it's it, and you don't have to be Sherlock Holmes to figure that out. You got to develop the guys and have the right culture and the right program. Um, and and he did that. But but it's recruiting. The first thing I tweeted on social media on X or Twitter, or whatever it's called today, uh, was Ryan Williams. And sure enough, Ryan Williams decommits. Here's what I want to say, Zach. Um, this is the Leo DiCaprio from Inception in me. And, and I want to throw this back on you, you know, like stepbrothers. Let me ask the interviewer a question. If Alabama doesn't beat Auburn and they don't convert that fourth and goal from the 31, I don't think Nick Saban retires. So I, I don't think he does, Zach. I don't think he does. Not unless he won a national championship. You have a chance to have made the last playoff that that you coached and they did that mm-hmm. you we know the national championships and you beat your rival 
on the that loss to me as gut wrenching, and it still hurts. I still wake up in the middle of the night and I'm like, oh my, ah, ah, right, ah. like, but that would be worth Nick Saban retiring to me. That's the way I want to rationalize it, Zach. That's 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 me coping with it. But yeah, obviously it affects Auburn and probably Georgia the most. That those are the two yeah, teams I agreed. think it affects the most because now it creates a vacuum and, and an argument we had on Credit Company. Who we know Nick Saban is the gr- greatest college football coach ever, but who's the greatest college football coach right now? And I think regardless of what you want to say about Jim Harbaugh, and it's incredible what Michigan did, it's Kirby Smart. It's Kirby, yeah, yeah, w- without a doubt. And we'll see what happens. And if you freeze and get into that top tier, <clears throat> excuse me, but yeah, I, I don't know if Nick Saban retires or not if Auburn ends up winning the Iron Bowl. But it, um, thankfully, it, it it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He's gone. Well, it doesn't and, matter. It, it doesn't matter. Or does it matter, Zach? Like, I don't like know. again, that's that's. Can I just? Can you let me make myself feel better about this in that sure. way? Can you just? Yeah, absolutely. Can I have this? Can I have this one? This is all I ask. I just want this one. No, this is a no. It's a good day. It's a good day for Auburn in regards to uh, to Nick Saban not really being the thorn in the side of the rest of the SEC and the rest of college football. Zach, and, he's gone. If Nick Saban is not the head coach at Alabama anymore, like f- follow that. Good luck. Yeah. Good luck. When when the news happened, and of course I already had a show recorded for today, and I'm like, okay, well we're scrapping that. But the the first thing I thought is like, okay, well, how instant is all of this going to be? Like, how how much is this going to be impacted? Because I think they could bring in a coach that can win with the talent that's already on on campus because their talent's not just going to go away. And, Al- and Alabama's a program's not just going to go away. But Ryan Williams decommitting like two or three hours after it happened, it's like, oh, this could be pretty dramatic and now the window starts Alabama players have 30 days to enter the transfer portal which the timing on that is a little interesting because the portal is now closed and it's almost too late to go through spring unless you really hop on it but oh, they got some players that it's worth it though they got yes. they got some players it's it's worth you maybe sitting the spring a little bit maybe hitting the books mm-hmm. for a couple weeks that's right take an extra class or so if you need a grad transfer who knows but yeah there, there's no question about how this is positive for Auburn, and I think it's going to be instant. I think it's going to be instant. I think Hugh Freeze's first Iron Bowl in Tuscaloosa next year, I think that one becomes a little bit more winnable. I still think it's going to be tough, but I still think it's going to be winnable. And just when you look at the timeline of what the realistic Auburn fans said when Hugh Freeze came in, is like what could happen in that third year where it's really Hugh Freeze's guys and you host Alabama again. And I just I just see more and more signs pointing to Auburn being a playoff team in 2025, Jake. Yeah. And, and I think this makes that a little bit more likely. No, and, and especially expanding to the 12, I, I think you could find a way if it's the right nine and three and you have the circumstances around you, uh, especially what we've seen from the committee. I mean, hell, they won't let an undefeated Florida State in. I mean, so you would think you'd be able to sneak in the back door, maybe if you're the, if the right nine and three from the SEC and the circumstances around the country uh, behoove that situation. But yeah, it's instant. Um, it's it reverberates around everything. Uh, it's it's the minute that that Palpatine got taken out, everything changed. I mean, yeah. not that Alabama's going to go back to some 
middling program that has no chance to win. That, that's not going to happen. Nick Saban's not going to choose a replacement that's going to put them in the basement like that. But you're going to come back down to reality a little bit. And Alabama was, even though they didn't make the playoff, and and I think it's one of the best coaching jobs that Nick Saban actually did, to be honest with you. And I agree with kind you. of a renaissance yeah. year as he goes out. Um, Alabama's still going to be a factor, but you're you're coming back to the pack a little bit. But look, Zach, this is something if if you've even followed, you know, our, our conversations on here before, football is cyclical. I mean, 30 years from now, who knows what's gonna happen? Everybody's gonna be running the triple option, which if you haven't figured out yet, the RPO is the triple option with a pass in it. So we really are doing that. Right. Um, but but it's cyclical and it comes in waves, right? Just like when Alabama was at the top of their game for a long time, then came back, crash, it came crashing back down to earth. That's what happens. It's cyclical. Nebraska used to dominate the game. Tennessee, you know, was at a place that, that's different right. from where they are now. We just had Liberty playing a New Year's six game. So it's all cyclical. This was bound to happen. It was a matter of of when, not if. Now right. it becomes who's willing to take the job to follow Nick Saban. And what happens the first time Bama goes nine and three? Because they've ooh, won double-digit games every year for like the what last 15, 16 years. What happens? The panic level that sets in, and it's expected, is gonna be immense. But what I think would contribute more to a a kind of a middle of the class falling to Alabama would be the panic resulting from the first year that there was under double-digit wins because it can snowball, just like mm -hmm. the Soviet Union. Planes don't crash, right? Nothing nothing is wrong here. Everything is perfect until all of a sudden you wake up and now it's Russia, not the USSR. Yeah, yeah, okay, all right. That was not a comparison I was expecting, but I get what you're doing there. I respect it. So That's why you bring me on here, Zach. Yeah, no, I love it. Let, let's talk about Ryan Williams and what that could potentially look like for the Auburn Tigers. That's next, right here on Locked On Auburn. Today's show is brought to you by our friends at Game Time. <clears throat> Excuse me. You shouldn't have to worry when you buy tickets for your next big event. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. They have incredible last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and the best price guarantee the best price guarantee is very cool that means you'll always get the best price if you find tickets in the same section and row for less game time will credit you 110 percent of the difference take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use code locked on for 20 dollars off your first purchase terms apply again create an account and redeem code locked on l-o-c-k-e-d-o-n for 20 dollars off download game time today <clears throat> last minute tickets lowest prices Guaranteed. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Jake Crane, our guest today. Ryan Williams, the five-star wide receiver, decommits from Alabama after the Nick Saban retirement news. And I think this is the biggest kind of piece of it all as far as the immediacy of it. Obviously, it's going to impact the 2024 season. Obviously, it's going to impact the 2025 season and recruiting from them. But this is instant. Like This is an instant impact 
from the hiring or the fire or the retirement, excuse me, of Nick Saban. And, you know, he didn't flip to Auburn, but man, you're, you, you've, um, you got to think that Auburn's the favorite for Ryan Williams. Well, here is the one downside to having the greatest of all time head coach and the university becomes about the head coach instead of the university. Players went to Alabama because of Nick Saban, not because it was Alabama, right? All those out-of-state kids went to BAMP from Jersey and all these places, not because all of a sudden they just fell in love with the law school, right, or the community in Tuscaloosa. Nick Saban was responsible for way more than just Ryan Williams attending Alabama, just look yeah. at the money. But when it comes down to, to these players, they went to play for Nick Saban. Because Nick Saban starts with the same letter as the place where you end up with at if you're good enough when you play for Nick Saban. And that's the NFL. That's the greatest NIL of all time. Now that he's not there, regardless of who they bring in, you cannot replace that, right? Nick Saban walks into the living room. It just hits different. Cha-cha right. slider, no. So if you're Ryan Williams, the main reason you were going to Alabama was because of Nick Saban. But now he's gone. You're an Auburn legacy. You can be part of the the pun intended, the tide that turns the whole thing with Cam Coleman, with Walker White, with these guys that can come in and finish the damn job when it's asked of them. So, yeah, Auburn's going to benefit from it. They should. I don't think it's just going to be in Ryan Williams. I'm interested to see how the portal works out with guys who, in previous classes, chose Alabama over Auburn because Nick Saban was there. So there yeah, is a reverberation. It, I mean, especially this 2024 class that just signed, like they're they're coming to play for for Nick Saban. Yeah, you gotta you gotta think at least one or two folks is gonna ask for uh for that uh that NLI back to see if um to see if they can go elsewhere. So I am curious yeah. Well, to see well, what it's that one looks thing like. when I show up and I'm expecting a, a Bobby Flay cooked meal, and then you show up with some CC's pizza. That's I mean that's gonna change the way I feel about a lot of stuff. Yeah. And I love yeah. CCs. I'm a CC's guy. Does it matter who Alabama hires that impacts that? Like if they do go out and get well, yeah. Manning, like Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, it's it's if you go out and hire the right guy, you can kind of bridge that gap and make it easier. You're not going to attain the same success. It's just not going to happen. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, but yeah, th there's different quality of of course. It, it always goes into that. But again, Alabama th their their ability to compete at the highest level is going to depend on the level of freak out that happens after it doesn't go good for the first time in a long time overall. That's what's going to dictate it. Regardless, if it's Dan Lane, Lane Kiffin isn't taking that job. I'm telling you right now. Nick Saban. I don't gonna, think they would offer You don't go from a militaristic style to a fish concert. You don't do that. That's not how that works. So, mm -hmm. um, Regardless of who they hire, I think it's going to come down to how the Alabama, how patient the Alabama fan base is. And I don't know about you, Zach, but I've I've walked outside before. They're not very patient at all. Jake, let me especially right now. Let me ask you this: Do you think Hugh Freeze knew this was coming? No, no. Okay. There's too much money involved for for this to have been out that long. Um. I mean, if you think about the effect this has on not only the the coaching world but the media world, yeah. I mean, look at look at him going to ESPN. Nick Saban just became, if if the dominoes fall, how I believe they will, the most valuable talent 
that ESPN has. And this shouldn't come as a shock to anyone. You watched him every week go on with McAfee. You right. think that was just an accident? Like that just, just a coincidence? That there's too much money involved for coincidences. The thing that I want to know is how much of this decision is Nick and how much of it is Terry? Because Nick is to the age now where when you retire, you're done, brother. I, I, I know Nick Saban is the greatest of all time. Ain't Nobody's hiring an 85-year-old. So, like, th this is it. This is it. This this is the – and there was no – and you know what? I, I want to give him flowers. There was no tour, right? Like we see Lee Corso on game day every year. They bring him up there and say, everybody cries like the last game day. And I love Lee Corso, but at the end of the day, they do this every year. There was no parade. This Ooh. wasn't, you know uh, – uh, one of these baseball players that we see, you know, Miguel Cabrera, just every away stadium. Hey, guys, I'm going to take a couple of bats, eat a couple of hot dogs, maybe drink a beer without y'all seeing. I don't know. Like, right. I'm glad he didn't do that. Yeah, I mean, they were competitive. And honestly, if um, if just a few things go differently, I mean, they're playing for a national championship. Do I think they would have beaten, uh, do I think they would have beaten Washington? Like, yeah, they probably would have. They probably would have won one. So, yeah. They, were, they were close. Hats off to them. And like you said, that was probably the best coaching job that they've done. But um, yeah, it's just kind of wild. Like that was the last Iron Bowl against Nick Saban. And so now like moving forward, hmm. what should we realistically expect with Hugh Freeze? I mean, we've seen him be so close as far as putting game plans together against teams that were better than Auburn this past year with Ole Miss and Georgia and Alabama. I just think I just think that finding that extra win now is going to be a little bit easier, not necessarily in 2024, but moving forward after that because of the talent you're going to be able to get just a little bit easier within the state of Alabama. I just think that is such a big deal. Well, the expectation is you go kick their ass, Zach. That's the expectation. I mean, let's be honest. It really hasn't changed. It just became a little bit easier. Yeah, it's like I said before the Iron Bowl. Hope isn't a plan. This whole hope, fear thing, intimidation—that's not a plan. Like go, go. You, I think he was going to go win it anyways. I actually wish part of me, right? I, I'm not going to act like I'm not happy. Saban's gone. That the Auburn in me is isn't happy. But part of me wishes that that you know he really wasn't. So so there was no excuses when the turnaround happens. So there was no nothing you could point to and say, oh, well, this is the only reason y'all won. We let y'all have it. Go win it. You got the advantage now. It's been a long time. It's been a long time uh, since it. I mean, it's been since Bama had the TV playing on in the training room. Like, it's it's been a while. I remember Fear the Thumb. I remember what it was like when you showed up and they had to look at you twice. And there wasn't just hoping. There wasn't just wishing. There wasn't just wanting. He's Voldemort's gone. He's gone. And guess what? Somebody's got to take his place. And you know what? If Auburn's got to be the villain, Zach, sign me up. Sign me up. I'm from the Christopher Nolan school of you either die a hero or you live long enough to become the villain. And I want to live, brother. All right. So what does this mean for Hugh Freeze and the Auburn Tigers moving forward? We discussed in just a moment right here on Locked On. Auburn. Today's show is brought to you by our friends at FanDuel. FanDuel is the best place to wager on all of your sports. 
action. The NFL regular season, it's over, but the postseason is here. Make sure you get involved with the action over at FanDuel. Right now, new customers can get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $150 in bonus bets, win or lose. The app is easy to use. They've got features like live same game parlays. They also have a new explore tab where you can find new bets as well as the parlay hub. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to make that first bet a layup. FanDuel is the official sports betting partner of the NFL and the Locked On Podcast Network. Jake, what do you anticipate Hugh Freeze to do now with this news? Obviously, they called Ryan Williams. You got to think. How aggressive do you think Q freeze will be in regards to saying making it known through channels, whatever that may be of guys that are possible, you know, guys who can enter the transfer portal from Alabama. I mean, I mean, you're, you're shooting your, your spider webs everywhere. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's full. It's, it's total war. I mean, you're, you're whatever channel, whoever you got to talk to, your job is to make this roster and make this culture and make this program as good as possible. You do that with talented players that you mold into an identity that you feel best fits the team. And whatever that takes, you go do. Now, obviously, outside of, of crazy things, nobody's saying that, but but you've it's the Game of Thrones rule, Zach. You've been the army that didn't have the dragon. Now, all of a sudden, they don't have a dragon. There is no dragon. So what do you do? You become the dragon, Zach. I mean, that's you. You've you've got to strike while the iron is hot. So how does how does Hugh Freeze become the army with the dragon? What do they need to do? Well, it's it, you keep accruing talent, right? But but you keep putting everyone in the program in the best position possible to have the most success, and you let them know that there should already be an unbelievable sense of urgency in that building, and there is. You, like that that isn't that isn't a surprise to anybody but you can start to smell blood in the water so so how do you do that you you keep reinvigorating who you have your coaching staff your your administration the the training staff the players in recruiting in the transfer portal it hits everybody hey guess what we found a weakness there's a soft underbelly you got to go kill them now and 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 that's what you got to do i mean it's it's you know, it sounds primal and it sounds crazy, but again, this is the the this is college football combat. That's what it is. That's the mm-hmm. best way to put it. And right now, the greatest leader we have ever seen in the sport is gone. So if there was a time to invade, if there was a time to charge, if there was a time to ambush on every single front, it's right now. Do you think do you think Hugh Freeze's approach regarding NIL? Um, Because that's a big talking point is like NIL was a big part of why so many of these coaches that have been successful for so long, they're getting tired, right? I mean, that you've heard that more about Dabo Sweeney than, than anybody else. But, you know, there, there is some assumption that NIL was tied to, to possibly Nick Saban leaving um, or retiring. We'll see. But do you think, do you think Hugh Freeze is grasping NIL the correct way? I think everybody's figuring it out as they go. I mean, when you're trying to grasp something that really has no rules, how do you really ever have a grasp of it other than just be able to throw unlimited amounts of money at people? Uh, I I don't, uh, again, I don't think there's any real uniformity to it. And that's what's happened with these collectives. But when it, when it, I think there's, it's two prongs, Zach, what, what you're getting at. The first one is, does he understand it well enough to utilize it at its highest efficiency? I think he will not right now. I mean, you think it's pretty simple, 
pay the best players the most money, but a lot more goes into it than that. The second thing is, will this damper, will the NIL age or are this going to the NIL era and the changes in college football damper Hugh Freeze's want to do well. I think in a lot of cases with, with old heads, and we've seen this in college basketball, a lot of the coaches have moved on, the older guys, they don't want to deal with it. We've heard Dabo cry about it. We've heard other people cry about it. But those people haven't been through what Hugh Freeze has been through. Those people haven't had to you know come back from that mistake they haven't had to be drugged through the mud to get back to to where you're at to have right. a chance to sit on the throne again wear the crown and point at the jester and laugh he's got that chance i think the man's hungrier than ever i think he's hungrier than ever to fix what happened this year not that that you know it was some type of huge letdown but he you heard you heard him in his press conference man i mean he was as this head coach, him and Bruce Pearl right now, Auburn, and I would say Butch Thompson too, has the most transparent head coaches they have ever had when it comes down to talking to the media. Hugh Freeze told you like it was. Like he told you like it was, and he just fired Phil Montgomery, right? Like he is showing you that he is not happy with what happened. He just took over the play calling. He said, that's fine. If no one else will do it right, then I'll do it right. I, I think he wants it as bad as ever, and I want that guy. Because he's also brilliant at what he does. And people yeah. will say, oh, that's a homer take. Oh, that's a homer take. Look, women lie, men lie. The numbers don't lie. Yeah, and Hugh Freeze has been, he's had great offenses everywhere he's been. And he's the yeah. common. Do it. Everybody write down on a piece of paper what you do best. And we're going to do that. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Well, what a crazy day. What a historic day for college football. And, and I think Auburn's going to benefit tremendously from it. Jake, how can people check out everything you've got going on? Yeah, well, I mean, we're we're covering it front and center, uh, breaking news and all. We have live calls, a live chat. We go live each weekday morning on Crane & Company, 6.30 a.m. Central to 8 a.m. Central. If you watch your shows, go to YouTube at C-R-A-I-N-N Company. If you listen, it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, wherever you get your uh, audio content from the sports realm. Yeah, I mean, we're diving into it, man. That NFL playoffs, college basketball, about them Auburn Tigers, Zach. How about them Tigers? Versatility. I tell you what, it, it's always tough against AM, but I've seen Auburn, I've seen Auburn been able to win track meets. I've seen them be able to win rock fights, and they got more depth in the Pacific Ocean, my friend. And I am here for it. Yeah, I am too. Find all my written work at AuburnDaily.com, and we will see you tomorrow. This has been Locked On Auburn.